Welcome to this episode of Technic in Conversation. I'm Eddie Grant, a director at Technical Connection. During our conversations, we seek to review the topical bulletins published on TechLink, our knowledge management tool for all things tax, trust, pensions, and of course, much, much more. I'm absolutely delighted to be joined again by Claire Trott, uh, a fellow Technical Connection director. Thank you for joining us today, Claire. How are you? I'm good, thanks, Eddie, and Happy New Year. Yes, Happy New Year to you, although it does seem, as we record this on the 15th of January 2024, it does seem that that was a long time ago. It does, it does indeed. Christmas long gone. So, uh, as you know, I always like to ask people what teas uh, uh, or what's, what drink they have, and uh, I've got, I, I hope to have my favourite tea, but unfortunately, due to... Uh, being totally disorganised. I don't have a cup of tea. I just have a glass of water. But I hope you're a little bit organised than me. I was I was more organised, but while we were just, just chatting, I have actually finished my tea. Um, so I do like my white tea. Clipper white tea is my favourite. And uh, it's all I drink unless I'm forced to drink builder's tea, of which I will, given half a chance. <laughs> so so there's... Uh, if, if, you're, if Claire's ever coming over uh, to see you, then always get your... Your white clipper tea, that's the, uh, that's the exactly. answer. Cool. Um, what I wanted to do today is just um, just chat through a couple of the recent bulletins. Um, but as you're a pensions person, Claire, I thought, well, let's start the year with something pension orientated. And, and uh, if I'm right, the lifetime allowance changes uh, are coming in on the 6th of April this year. Um, how are they going? Well, um, I think it's safe to say they're a little bit of uh, chaotic, uh, it's safe to say. So the legislation itself uh, was published on the 28th of November, as we expected it to be. Um, and um, ourselves and lots and lots of other people have been going through it since then. And there's there's a lot of questions coming out of uh, the legislation. What it's actually trying to do, so just a little bit of headline, what it's trying to achieve, it's trying to abolish the lifetime allowance. But by abolishing the lifetime allowance, it doesn't want to give everyone a free-for-all. So that isn't what's happening. We're not having a free-for-all, no tests. But what it's going to do is now just test lump sums. So tax-free cash and lump sum death benefits and serious ill health uh, lump sum benefits as well. So there's two new allowances. When you start looking at them, you'll realise they look and feel and smell a lot like tax-free cash and a lot like the lifetime allowance. So the figures are all very, very similar. But there's the legislation is quite complex in the sense that we have to try and put in some transitional um, legislation to move from one regime to another and still taking account of all the things we had to deal with pre-2006. So all the protections still apply um, all, and you'll get different figures because of all of this. And so all systems need to change. So it's going to be a lot of things going on. So a lot of the industry bodies have been writing to HMRC to ask them questions. And on the back of that, there was a newsletter published towards the end of December, which is a really good read. It gives you a lot more um, detail about certain things. Quite a long newsletter for um, the, the Pension Schemes newsletter. Uh, and that was sorry, published in, in December and, and covered off some of these questions. But there's still a lot of outstanding questions. And the more we dig into it, um, the, the the more issues. And we think there's some, some actual typos and errors in the legislation, which might come to light this week because the government are um, it's committee stage for the bill. 
So the bill's not gone through Parliament yet. It's done two readings in the House, so they've not really looked at the detail. It's going to committee stage where they start looking at it line by line. So we might start seeing uh, changes coming out, um, um, corrections being made to the legislation from tomorrow, I think, is the first sitting of the committee stage, and then again on the 18th. So we'll probably say, watch this space. But it's all still due to come in on the 6th of April, even though we don't have final detail. Not sure if this will all go through Parliament before then, but it's what we're having to work with. So busy times um, and complex. But the, the simplest way to think about it is they're trying to achieve what we've already got, but by abolishing the lifetime allowance. Um, so if you were entitled to something this year, the likelihood is you'll be entitled to it next year. There will probably be a few anomalies, but much, much of it will be the same. So it feels like there's uh, there's lots to keep an eye on, and uh, and as these things go through Parliament, also the reality is there may be changes. So really important to to keep following our bulletins on TechLink as well. Definitely, we'll try and keep everyone up to date with things when they become clearer. Um, there are some things we will obviously publish just to say this this is unclear. This is still untested as well because some things you know will will come out and have to be dealt with. We're not going to see any full guidance, I think, until probably July, I think, is the, the date that HMRC are talking about updating all their manuals. So it's a long way away. We'll be dealing with it well before then. Brilliant. And um, just just looking through sort of bulletins on TechLink, I noticed uh, we did one on the Office of National Statistics uh, producing some new life expectancy tables. Um, do you want to just tell us what they published and uh, are there any implications that we need to think about? Yeah, I mean, it's difficult, these these figures, and it's, um, to, to take a lot of meaning from them because these are sort of the very broad life expectancy. But we are seeing a drop in life expectancy from the peak in 2017, uh, 2019, because they're done in two year periods. Um, that's both for at age 65 and for um, birth life expectancy as well. Both of those have dropped Overall, we've kind of seen it plateau since 2010. Um, so we used to see that life expectancy was increasing and increasing and increasing, but the sort of average has sort of plateaued since 2010. A lot of these figures are used by government to make decisions, to justify making changes. So this might make it a little bit more difficult when they're having conversations about things like uh, the state pension age, whether that needs to increase the cost of things like the triple lock and various other things relating to old age and the cost of care and all of that stuff will be factored in when people will be looking at these life expectancy figures. We're expecting further life expectancy figures later in the year, which are done on cohort, which is basically where you're looking at a group of people of the same age and what that means. And they can be a little bit more telling. At the moment, obviously, we're factoring in the pandemic as well. So that will have had an impact on some of these. Um, but when you start looking at some of these um, from birth figures, actually, interestingly, those children won't really have impact, been impacted by the pandemic. Um, so although the figures might be impacted, the likelihood is that will change over time um, when that kind of filters through and becomes less important. Brilliant. And, um, and just the third thing I noticed um, on, on the Tetlin bulletins was around the national insurance changes. Now, they've come in from the 6th of January this year. Is that is that for everyone? And um, just yeah. remind us what, what happened. 
Indeed. So it's not for everyone. So this is just for the employed. So employees, national insurance for those people um, who pay the 12 percent rate will be dropping down to the 10 percent. So it doesn't impact employer contributions either. And it doesn't impact those who are paying the 2 percent, the 2 percent rate, which is over and above the upper earnings limit. That is staying at 2 percent. So it's just those who are paying the, the amount below that going from 12 percent down to 10 percent. So it will make a decent amount of difference to people. Um, month on month. So it's done monthly. So that works really well. Um, so people will see an impact in their pay this month. Uh, for those people who are earning over the, the upper earnings limit, they will see the most change, but it should impact anyone who's paying national insurance. It's not coming in for the self-employed. So there are further changes for the self-employed. and That's not coming in until the turn of the tax year, but there's an uh, abolition of the flat, uh, the flat rate and then there's some changes as well. So that's all still to happen and we'll see that that coming in. I mean, people will be thinking about what can I do? What's the impact? I mean, there's there's a couple of things to think about for me. I think if you're getting that extra money in your, your pay packet and you don't need it, if you're lucky enough for it to be a, sort of an added bonus, what am I going to do with it? Don't just spend it. Maybe invest it, get it in your pension, put it in your ISA, do something useful with it. But don't just get that money and it just fritter it away. Um, savings always are always a bonus. Um, also, people are saying, will it impact my salary sacrifice? Well, it probably won't because the employer side's not changing. And that tends to be where you would get more money into your um, into your pension. And because you're sacrificing it, you weren't paying this national insurance and you're still not paying it at a different rate. So that doesn't make a big difference um, at the end of the day. But it will be something that you should probably review at the end of the tax year when you think about reviewing your salary sacrifice, because it could impact your take home eventually. Um, depending on how they work. A lot of them work very differently. So always worth having a look at those and seeing if you can actually make better value out of that saving that you're getting. If you do need it, then it's great money into your pocket. Um, and uh, it's, uh, it's, it's something that we will see from everyone's pay packets this month. Always sensible you are, Claire. <laughs> if, there's a, if there's a tax cut, save it, don't spend it. Um, uh, I'll have to I'll have to remember that. Yeah, don't um, spend it all on tea. <laughs> don't spend it all on tea. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for your time today, Claire. Really helpful as always, uh, and I look forward to to catching up again soon. Thank you. Thanks, Eddie. The content of this recording is strictly for general consideration only. No action must be taken or refrained from based on the content alone. Professional advice must always be sought. Accordingly, neither Technical Connection Limited nor any of its officers, employees or contractors can take responsibility for any loss occasioned as a result of any such action or inaction.